health officials say at least six children have died in B.C. this season from flu-related illness. Now, the number is high for a province where typically fewer than three children a year uh, die from influenza. Now, data from the B.C. Coroner's Service shows the figure marks the departure from the average two to three flu deaths recorded annually among children in the province between 2015 and 2019. Now, before the COVID-19 pandemic, the average of five to six kids died per flu season across Canada. That's data from the National Surveillance Network administered by the Canadian Pediatric Association. Joining me now to discuss this year's respiratory season is Dr. Anna Wallach. She is a family physician and assistant professor at UBC. Dr. Wallach, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, the the information specifically to the fact that six children across BC have died from the flu over the past couple of weeks is incredibly concerning. Uh, what goes through your mind when you hear of numbers like this? I mean, first of all, I was absolutely heartbroken when, when I'd heard about that. Any death is is significant and heartbreaking, but six children in the span of a month is unusual and is absolutely horrifying. Usually in a flu season, which usually goes from about October to April, the previous numbers from the BC coroner would say about two or three children in that four-month span. when So six children in one month is horrifying and speaks to two things. One is just the sheer volume of cases that are going around at the moment. There's just so much influenza going around, but it also speaks to the severity of the strain current that is currently facing us. Why do we have this type of severity today and now? So there are multiple factors. Um, there are a couple of theories floating around as to, you know, this is the first time we've seen flu in a few years because the COVID precautions that we had over the last two years suppressed um, the transmission of influenza and other respiratory viruses, so people weren't necessarily exposed to it. Another theory going around is that COVID is likely harming people's immune system, and therefore it's harder to mount a proper immune response. I can't speak too well to either of those because they're still being studied, but the biggest one that I think is playing a, a significant role, especially in our children, is the fact that we have such a low vaccination rate in our children. We know that the influenza vaccine helps prevent and minimize the severity of serious illness and death. And the fact that only 15 to 20 percent of our children are vaccinated um, speaks to the fact that we are seeing more severe illnesses because those children who are vaccinated and are getting influenza should not be getting as severely sick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Does this speak at all to uh, other preparation planning we could have done collectively as a government, as a society, uh, beyond just you know getting a shot as we as the health minister was on the show last week and we were talking about other things but he ended the interview with go get uh, get get your shot and it was the right thing to say but is there other things we could have done as as a system wide health as a health system that could have better prepared us for for this year I think one of the things is actually what we could have not done and I one of the things I've said about the flu registration system for this year is if it isn't broke don't break it because, you know, in previous years, it was really easy to just walk into the pharmacy with mom, dad and kids would go to the pharmacy and say, hey, I want my flu shot. And you'd be able to walk in and get and, and get your shots. Now, with the get vaccinated system, there was an unnecessary barrier that was put up. 
with with patients um, with, with booking appointments. So and parents having to take time off work and book those appointments, it, it just made things a little bit too hard. That's one thing. And the other thing, I know we worked on campaigning for getting the COVID shot and maybe having to had snuck in the flu shot at the time might have been a bet, a good idea to like kind of it, it's it's hard because when you're pairing covid and flu um vaccines the social media misinformation and disinformation machine works overtime and they're mm-hmm. still trying to the anti-vax movement is trying to pair them both but it also would have been nice to hear get your COVID shots, get your COVID boosters, get your flu shots. And, you know, it would have hopefully sunk into people's consciousness for um, consciousness and maybe some planning to getting um, immunization clinics at schools, for example, bringing the shots to the kids and making it a heck of a lot easier for, for kids to get vaccinated. Are other jurisdictions, other provinces saying this, seeing the same type of fatalities and severity that we're seeing here in British Columbia? There are reports coming out of Ontario. I think there was a latest one where there was a two-year-old, two-year-old who had actually died on the floor of a hospital in in Ontario, which was absolutely horrifying. Um, and so we are seeing some severity there. We're also seeing severity in the U.S. and we're seeing um, we we'd heard of some from Australia, but I think B.C. and that's why I think the the um, the vaccination rate does have a key role in this because BC, we haven't heard of like six in a month. This is this is different. This is something else. Um, how hopeful are you that we'll be able to get through the season uh, and not see more deaths? I mean, it's it's impossible for you to predict, and I understand that. Uh, but do you think the message is getting across to people? My hope is that I mean today now that now that the um, the story of, of the six tragic deaths had come out. I'm getting a lot of phone calls from parents asking for their shots, so asking for their kids' shots. So I think I am hoping that that something is going across. The the and we know that Dr. Bellum has announced that there's going to be a vaccination blitz this weekend, and they're like getting rid of appointments. So hopefully, it makes things a lot easier for people. For me, the biggest thing is that. You know, even if we vaccinated everybody today, um, they still aren't protected for two weeks because it takes that long for the vaccine to start working. Mm -hmm. Um, So we need to reduce transmission as well throughout this holiday season and activate those other layers of protection that we we all know about. Masks, hand washing, respiratory etiquette, staying home when you're sick. Um, And then hopefully if we get the vaccination vaccination rate up and if we get transmission down, then hopefully we don't see as severe. We we don't see this as severe in the coming months. But again, I have no idea. Well, it's a very challenging time. And I really appreciate you making time for us today to talk about the importance of this. Thank you once again. Thank you for having me.